worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on another playoff win and a chance to uh, play another game and get another week of practice in. Absolutely, Kenny. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, let's go back to uh, your playoff run so far, Dan. Uh, your two wins. How have you been able to get to this point where you'll take on Maslin on Friday night? Yeah, our, our kids are just um, tough-nosed kids, man. We, we gutted out a, a first-round victory over Perry. Um, and then last week, man, we, we had a, played a tough team, not a typical 12 seed at all. Uh, it was 0-0 at the end of the game, and we were able to uh, fortunately win it in triple overtime. So um, kids have played hard. We haven't played great necessarily, but um, found ways to win, which at the end of the day is, is the makeup of our team this year, absolutely. So uh, proud of them and uh, just for never giving up and, and obviously the, the opportunity to play Week 13 is special, so we're trying to enjoy every day of that. All right, Dan, had you ever been in a 0-0 game at the end of regulation as a player or a coach before? I have not. That was one thing we talked about. I've never been in a 0-0 game the end of regulation, nor have, have I been involved in a triple overtime game. So those were both two firsts uh, for me. Definitely added a few gray hairs to my head for sure, um, but glad we snuck away with the victory. So how do you, at that point as a coach, what, what do you do to prepare? How do you uh, adjust? You always hear about you know halftime adjustments. Well, this is end-of-the-game adjustments where nobody scored. What was it like with you and your coaching staff trying to figure out a way to win, and you did 21-20? Yeah, you know, we um, played great defense the whole game. Um, you know, uh, didn't give up a first down um, until, like, the end of the second quarter, something like that. So uh, we were moving the ball at times in the first half. and We had an issue with some bad snaps um, that killed us, a couple penalties. So uh, we knew if we just kept doing what we were doing, we'd at least give ourselves a chance. Um, once we got to overtime, um, we, we, you know, had to get the ball in Baker's hands. We, we made a couple small adjustments up front with how we were blocking some things, which gave him a, a little bit more open room to run. Um, and he, he used that to his advantage, man, made some great runs. We made some good blocks. And then, uh, they scored on us as well three times and, uh, they mishandled a PAT in the third overtime. So when we got the ball, we were down six. Um, we knew we had to score a touchdown and, and hopefully making a, a PAT extra point to win it. And that's how it ended up going. So you get the win. You're nine and three now on the season, and you get an opportunity to take on Maslin, who's twelve and zero. And you're familiar with them because you played him in the regional championship uh, a year ago. You came up short twenty four to six. Before we get into Maslin, I'm curious um, how many of your players that are contributors this year got to play in that game, and how much do you think that will help them? You know, getting a chance to face Maslin the second time with everything on the line. Yeah, a handful of our kids uh, played played a lot last year as juniors. Um, so probably about half our defense, half our offense uh, okay. played in that that game last year. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about that. and They, they know how good Maslin is. Uh, Maslin was very good last year. They're even better this year. So, um, you know, it, the whole we're going up against a team that probably on paper is, is better than us. They're familiar with that. Uh, and we've, we've had that 
in in years past and in weeks past even this season uh, where a lot of people don't think we have a chance or we shouldn't win because we're banged up and um but we can't control that right all we can control is, is finding a, a way to get better each day and trying to put a quality football team on the field Friday night and play our butts off and, but obviously a huge huge challenge they're very very good uh very very well coached um and that's been obvious you know in the, the previous 12 weeks for them yeah, no question about it. But your defense has been very good all season. Um, and uh, I've been impressed with it the last two years. And so going up against their offense, yeah, it'll be your biggest challenge uh, of the year. But when when you look at you know some of the players that, that are out there for you and what they give you each and every night, Charlie Christopher, Evan Brady, Joey Garrow, uh, Ryan Lippy, just to name a few of them, uh, these guys, I'm guessing, are, are looking forward to the challenge. Oh yeah, we're all looking forward to the challenge. You know, we're we're blessed and uh, excited about the opportunity. Um, yeah, our defense has been. I mean, other than our our game versus Green has been lights out all year. They really have. So that's been the strength of our team. We knew that going into the year. Um, that's helped us win nine games. It was the same last year. We won twenty twenty one games, twenty one games in the past two years. So for us at Lake, that's that's a great accomplishment. And uh, if we have, if, if we can find a way to win come Friday night, because our defense plays plays very very well Masson wants to run the ball at you and their, their their new quarterback is a difference maker as well man he can run he's got a really good arm too so we got to play well on the back end um keep them off off the off the scoreboard and then offensively we we, we just gotta have some things go our way and find a way to, to hopefully score some points Hey, I know a few years ago nobody gave Green a chance against Maslin, and uh, Green beat him and went to the state semifinals. So uh, that's why you play the game. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. I want to talk about your offense. You go scoreless, but then uh, three possessions, three touchdowns uh, in the overtimes to win that game 21-20. What can you build off of what you did in the OTs and and take it into this week's game? Yeah, I mean, we just ran the ball in overtime. Um, you know, give the ball to Nate Baker every single play. So he's a really, good, really good coach, right? Um, right. And we actually did some, some things uh, well during the game, even though we didn't score any points. We killed ourselves with some penalties inside the red zone. We missed another field goal. We were inside the red zone twice and shot a shotgun snap over our head and lost 15 yards. So um, those mistakes um, that we created ourselves are the things we can't afford to have versus mass. I'm like, you cannot shoot yourself in the foot versus a quality team like that. And still have a chance. So we have to be extremely sharp. Uh, we we have to obviously not turn the ball over, not have stupid penalties, take care of the football. We do all those things. You know, hopefully, we put ourselves in, in a situation to win the football game. All right, you've talked a little bit about Maslin, and I agree with you. I think they're better this year than they were last year, which is a scary thought, and the reason being uh, DeWan Owens, uh, the quarterback. How do you prepare for something they really haven't had in a long time, at least since I've been around, a dual-threat quarterback who can throw it for 340 uh, one week and run for 175 uh, another week? Yeah, it's very tough to prepare for that. You know, First of all, they want to run the ball at you, and they have some really good tailbacks, and they're very good up front. Uh, which is what they lived on last year, right? And um, they're doing that same thing this year, but now they're able to also have the quarterback pull the ball and run the ball, and then he throws the ball very well. So, um, you know, we try to get our scout team as close as we possibly can to, to get our guys prepped for that. Um, we, we even threw, threw in some of our um, younger coaches to throw the ball around a little bit so we get a really good look. But it's, it's hard to prepare for, for how good they are at a lot of spots. You know, you watch a lot of film. Um, you know, you hope that the mental preparation also gets you in a good position to have some success. Their line play is, in my opinion, 
uh, what has kept them in the running for a state championship for for so many years. Uh, you do a good job of that uh, as well. What is the key to to solid line play on both sides of the ball, Dan? Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, you know, just talking about them defensively, their front seven are so good. Probably the best yeah. front seven I, I've seen on film in a long time. Um, they're very well coached. They're all strong. They're all athletic. Um, then offensively, too, man, their guys up front are really, really tough. They stay on their blocks. Um, they go to the whistle. Um, they understand their schemes really well, when to come up off on a backer, things like that. And, um, you know, I think that it comes to obviously kids working hard and having talented kids. And then I think a lot of it is the coaching you have. I mean, you know, Maslin has a lot more coaches than, that, than I have at Lake. So, I mean, I think the more quality coaches you have, the more you can get individualized coaching at each position. And that definitely, you know, most of the times translates to what you put on the field on Friday. Talking with Dan DeGeorge, head coach of the Lake Blue Streaks. They're taking on Maslin Friday night, 7 o'clock. It is our streaming game, whbcsports.com. We will have it for you so you can tune in at 7 o'clock and and see what transpires. So if you're going to shock the world, Dan, right, David versus Goliath, if you're going to pull off the upset uh, on Friday night, what are some of the things that have to happen for the Blue Streaks? Yeah, I mean, mean, that's our plan. You know, we're, we're going in believing we can do that, right? We have to. Um, but we have to play a very, very good football game, our best game we've played all year in all three phases. We have to have the ball bounce our way a few times, uh, create some big plays offensively, and then we have to play great defense. We have to try to slow them down, which, which not many people have been able to do. So, um, But that's the plan, and I think special teams will come into play as well, so we got to maybe get a return or a block kick or have them make a mistake in the special teams game to, to give us a chance as well. But um, we're going to fight our butts off, and we're excited about the opportunity and extremely looking forward to it. Yeah, we're looking forward to it as well. We'll have it for everybody. And I also want to give a, a shout-out to, you mentioned you gave him the ball. Smart move on your part, like you said, uh, to win it in overtime. Nate Baker, Federal League Player of the Year, second year in a row that Lake has had the Federal League Player of the Year. What does that mean to the program, and uh, what's it mean for, for Nate Baker, who you weren't sure if he was your feature back in week one while well, you you know learned quickly, and uh, now he's the Player of the Year in the Federal League? Yeah, I'm just so happy for Nate. Um, just a, just a great, great high school football player, but more importantly, just a great kid. Comes from a great family. Uh, one of our captains um, has played more positions than any other kid I've ever coached on, on both sides of the ball um, and never complained about any of it. Um, yeah, just, just happy for him. It's obviously great for our program. Will Butler won it last year, Nate this year, so that's an exciting thing. Uh, but I, I, all of our kids are super excited. Our offensive line, you know, our quarterbacks, um, so it's a, it's a team thing, even though it's an individual award. So, um, but, but Nate would gladly turn that award right back in to, to get a win this Friday, knowing him. So, um, but no, very well deserved and happy for him. And I definitely think some, some colleges are overlooking how good he is. So that's going to be a big push of mine once we get to the off season here as well. Yeah, no doubt. Other Federal League, all Federal League first-team players for you besides Nate Baker, uh, Anthony Miller, Evan Brady, Joey Garo, and Charlie Christopher. Uh, so a number of guys uh, that uh, you know picked up that award. And then uh, we announced it yesterday, our uh, All-Star County team. You had four guys uh, pick up uh, spots on uh, the All-County team. Anthony Miller, Miller your offensive lineman, uh, grabs a spot. Nate Baker, of course, the running back that we've been talking about. Charlie Christopher, uh, one of your linebackers, and also Ryan Lippy. Uh, can you just uh, talk a little bit about each of those guys as they make uh, the uh, very prestigious All-County team? 
Yeah, again, I already talked about Nate, well-deserving to, to be on the all-county team. Uh, great uh, honor for him. Anthony Miller has been our, our starting left tackle for three years, been a mainstay for us. He's going to the Air Force Academy to further his football career, and what a great opportunity for him. So, uh, And just a great kid, another one of our captains. Uh, the other two guys defensively are both juniors. Charlie Christopher, inside linebacker force, uh, led us in tackles again this year. He also led us last year as a sophomore. Uh, multiple Division One offers already. He's, he's really, really good and only going to get better. So that was well-deserved. And then uh, Ryan Lippy plays defense end force, um, had a really hot start to the season with a lot of sacks and tackles for loss. And uh, he really grew up from last year. Obviously, he was one of our better defensive linemen. Um, you know, I think fourth or fifth on the team in tackles, also playing a little tight end for us. He's got a really bright future. Uh, Joey, Joey Garrow, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get him voted in, but in my opinion, to be on that team as well so i'm just going to throw that shot out there as well absolutely and last thing and we'll let you go dan um sure. after you lost so many players last year from uh, a team that won the fed right uh made a deep playoff run into the regional finals and you lose opening day as well but where were your thoughts as far as how far this team could go did they exceed your uh, expectations after what happened in week one that home loss to alliance or no um, you know, that was that was tough. First of all, you lose a lot of kids that were really, really good. Um, right. Go, go back to some of my earlier interviews in the summer. Um, I kept saying that we're, we're not as good as our kids think we are, right? And you never want to lose. Uh, and the way we lost the Alliance was, was a really ugly loss, taking nothing from Alliance at all. Um, so that just became how do we respond to that? What are we going to do? Are we going to battle back? Are we going to fight through this? Uh, we obviously made some changes with, with some spots and some positions, which helped us as well. Uh, we were also really banged up and injured at that time. No, um, no um, excuses there. But um, yeah, I'm just proud of the way that our kids kept fighting. Uh, we were really good defensively. We were marginal offensively at times, and that's just who we were, and, that, and that's okay. Um, but just proud of us winning nine games in a very, very tough league. I mean, the Federal League this year was there was more parity than any other year I can remember. Guys beating each other every week and. Um, so yeah, proud of proud of it. I mean, wish we, our record could have been a little bit better. Uh, probably should have been, and that's that's all, that's all me. But um, obviously, when you get to play week thirteen and week fourteen last year, twenty seven games we played in the past two years. That's also really good for our underclassmen as well. They're getting seven more weeks of practice time. Our sophomores and pulled some freshmen up as well. So it's a great thing for the program. Dan, congratulations on an outstanding season to this point. Best of luck on Friday night against Maslin. And as always, uh, for this as well as the Saturday morning huddle, thanks for joining us. And uh, I know how busy coaches are with time and everything like that. We You always made time for us, so thanks for that. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate what you guys do and, and how you do it. So thanks a lot.